This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 1st of June. Just like Bub's Australia, mm-hmm. Justin, A2 Milk is chasing the bag in <laughs> the US too. It's making its own bid to send baby formula to the US. It's submitted an application to the FDA over there, but nothing's official <laughs> yet. Brett, the ex-CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, has just made an investment in Australia's very own Canva and agreed to be an advisor to them as well. I'm vibing a little Mickey Mouse times Canva collab in the pipeline. <laughs> Three thrilling stories today, Justin. <laughs> Let's do it. For our first. EY, one of the big four professional services firms, mm-hmm. is looking at spinning off its audit business into a completely different company. Big changes ain't too common in the sturdy, sturdy audit world, Brett. So tell me more. EY is one of the world's biggest accounting and consulting firms. Launched back in 1989 and has since grown to have over 310,000 employees globally. EY has a few strings to its mm-hmm. bow. It works across consulting yep. and law yep. and strategy and tax yep. and assurance. AKA auditing of financial reports of companies. But here's where things get a little tricky, my mm-hmm. friend. You see, EY and other auditors, they need to be completely independent from the entity that they audit. But sometimes these professional services firms with all their bows like to provide other services to companies too. And this brings up major questions about conflicts of interest. Essentially, they're generating fees from advisory work from the same firms in which they audit. So EY is now considering splitting off its audit arm and either listing it on the stock exchange or selling it. So what's the key learning here? Professional services firms like EY, PwC, Deloitte and KPMG are facing a crossroads for how to grow their businesses. It's an open secret at these companies that consulting is the tail that wags the dog. In fact, Brett, the non-audit side of the big four businesses were collectively worth 115 billion US dollars globally last year. And the audit side, it was just uh, 52 billion dollars. But here's the thing, when the audit side of a firm like EY gets it's a new client, it becomes hard for the consulting side of the business to provide services too. And by limiting the opportunities for the consulting side of the business, they're also limiting their growth opportunities as a whole. So it looks like it's bye-bye for the audit team right now. Oh boy. For our second story, Hum, the buy now pay later company, has told its shareholders that its consumer finance arm ain't <laughs> profitable and shareholders should approve its sale to Latitude Financial. You really don't see a company talking down their chances of being profitable, Brett. What is the story. So Hum used to be called Flexi Group. They do all the white label credit cards in retailers. And then they rebranded to Hum to become groovy and trendy and focus on <laughs> buy now, pay later. Now Brett, in January this year Latitude Financial offered to buy Hum for $335 million. Now that would be split by $35 million in cash mm-hmm. and $150 million Latitude shares. And Brett, like all acquisitions, the deal needed to be approved by shareholders. But there's a pretty big obstacle <laughs> in the way. And what is that? A major shareholder is pretty opposed to the deal, saying it significantly undervalues Hum. So now, to gain support from other shareholders, Hum's directors have come out and said the company's consumer finance arm were not actually profitable, and the sale (laughs) is the best way forward. Wow, so what is the key learning here? Telling shareholders that your company is unprofitable (laughs) is a very rare move. But also, it's testament to just how tough a script deal can be to sell to shareholders. Quick recap, a script deal is where shares are offered partly or wholly in place of 
cash. In this case, if the deal was to go through, mm-hmm. shareholders in Hum would be vulnerable to a fall in the share price of Latitude. And Brett, since the Latitude offer was made in January, their share price has already dropped 13%. Mm. And on top of that, the whole buy now, pay later industry has been struggling big time. So we can see why Hum's had to do a little bit of hustling to get this deal across the line. Oh, yeah. For our third and final story, Samsung is reportedly cutting its smartphone production Ooh. by 30 million units, and Apple is too by 20 million as the smartphone industry takes a turn. Trouble in smartphone paradise, Brett. What is the story? <laughs> so Samsung is a jack of all electronic mm-hmm. trades, but really a master of the smartphone. Specifically their famous Galaxy phone. But Samsung is reducing its production of smartphones by around 30 million units. Or 42% of its total production. Now, uh, why is that Jazzy boy? Sales of the Samsung phone are being hammered by the conflict in Ukraine with Samsung suspending sales in Russia. And uh, old Apple's feeling it as well. Yep. They're counting plans to manufacture an additional 20 million phones in 2022. Instead, its numbers will remain flat. And Brett, it's bringing up some pretty tough questions about the future of the industry going forward. Mm, so what's the key learning here? The smartphone industry is experiencing a perfect storm. All right, we've got the conflict in Ukraine weighing on sales. We've got supply chain constraints. And Justin, don't you dare forget the rising cost of living. And as a result, Brett, people are canning their smartphone upgrades, which they usually do every two years. And the industry is paying for it, Jazzy boy. In fact, Brett, the smartphone market shrank 6% year on year in the third quarter of 2021. And with Samsung and Apple slowing down production, Mm -hmm. it might get worse from here. Flux family, it is a brand new month. And this month here at Flux, it is tax month. We're breaking down tax returns, tax deductions, and taxable income. If you or your team at work want to learn more, you have got to check out Flux at Work. The most fun way to improve your financial knowledge and habits with your team and epic prizes too. Head to flux.finance work and get in touch. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.